Uh, hi, everyone. Welcome to the Commentarians. Is this Prairie Home Companion? Husband Bulge is now a part of my permanent vocabulary. <laughs> I saw a squirrel. I am going to point out real quick, this to me is like the most disturbing scene in the entire movie. Stop listening right now and go watch Firefly. Hey, this is my podcast. I'm sorry, sorry, Joe. <laughs> we are saying that not only have we been wounded, we survive, and there's a God who heals of these wounds. Jesus isn't about the isms. Uh, he's about his kingdom. Because it is kind of like this idea that Jesus died for all of our sins, except when you had sex. And Jesus doesn't cover that. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Commentarians Coming Attractions episode for October uh, 2021. This is the episode we uh, we do where we tell you what movie we're going to be doing, who we're going to be doing it with, all the information that you need to know before going into the movie. Uh, as a reminder to everyone, uh, you're not if you don't want to see the movie or if you haven't seen the movie, that's okay. You can actually listen to the podcast and not lose very much because although we're watching the movie while we talk about it, uh, we try to keep the uh, the conversation very broad so that uh, you know, uh, so that uh, even if you're not watching it, uh, it's okay. You're not going to be missing much because we talk about broader topics. But in this episode, we tell you what movie we're going to be doing, who we're going to be doing it with. So let's get into it. This month, our guest is going to be the very fun, very enjoyable Emily Dixon uh, from uh, Faith and Other Oddities, our sister podcast from uh, Raven Creek Social Club. Uh, she's going to be joining us to do this very spooky, very scary October Halloween episode. Uh, we're going to be doing The Conjuring from 2013, starring Patrick Wilson and Vera Formiga as Ed and Lorraine Warren, famous ghost hunters, actually based on real people, uh, more or less. Uh, the movie kind of exaggerates uh, what they've done and what they do, but uh, we're going to be talking all about that uh, in the episode uh, it also starts Ron Livingston and Lily Tyler, uh, amongst a, a few others. But uh, this movie from 2013 is actually based on a real case that Ed and Lorraine Warren worked on, sort of, depending on who you believe. So we're going to be talking all about that, about how realistic this is, uh, what uh, what the family says happened versus what the Warrens say happened. It's going to be a really, really interesting discussion. This movie was written by Chad and Carrie W. Hayes and was directed by James Wan. Now, James Wan is an interesting uh, director, to say the least. He's done, he did the very first Saw movie. He did Fast and Furious 7. He did Aquaman, uh, and he just did one of the most insane movies I've ever seen uh, that's still kind of good. Uh, they're, they're, I've seen some really, really horrible, low-budget, uh, terrible movies that are super insane. But as far as the mainstream movies, this is one of the crazier ones. Malignant, uh, that's available on HBO Max. You either love this movie or you hate it. But it's certainly fascinating and interesting to watch. So James Wan, uh, a really, really fascinating, good, 
amazing, talented director. He directed The Conjuring, which we're going to be doing this month. So let's take a look at the uh, at what this movie is about. Uh, the summary from IMDb is paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren work to help a family terrorized by a dark presence in their farm home. Yes, that is very true. The movie is very good. The story is very good. The acting's great. This is a really, really good movie with a great story, and it is very much Christian-based. Uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren were very much on the verge of between Christianity and Catholicism, um, and so there's a lot of Christianity in this film. Uh, good, you know, Christian spirits fighting evil demons. Uh, so a lot of faith is involved in this movie. So great. It is a great movie if you're for a Christian horror movie. Uh, so that's that's really good. But, uh, you know, the actual story of the Warrens is that they, according to uh, Emily, who has uh, been delving into their uh, kind of background, they stand between Christianity, Catholicism with some new age, uh, weird spirituality, some of their own stuff mixed in. Uh, so we really can't pinpoint where they're at. Uh, but anyway, all that's going to be talked about later on. Let's check out the the Rotten Tomatoes meter. Uh, it got an 86% tomato meter rating and an 83 audience score. So not only is it certified fresh by uh, critics, but also from audiences. It is very much liked by both sides. Uh, the critical consensus is it's a well-crafted, gleeful, creepy the Conjuring ratchets up dread through a series of effective old-school scares. I agree completely. This is a very creepy movie. There's a few jump scares, of course, like any horror movie does, but it really delves into that sense of dread and creepiness. Uh, really, really great movie. Completely recommend it if you like horror movies. Uh, so that's about all the information I have about the movie. Uh, our guest, Emily Dixon, is going to be great talking about this. We're going to be talking about a lot of stuff. Now, I know we've done horror movies before, and we've talked a lot about ghosties and uh, ghoulies and possessions and exorcisms. Uh, we've done several episodes about those things with Doug Overmeyer. He was with us when we did The Exorcist. Uh, we did The Nightmare, The Frighteners with him. He talks a lot about that stuff. So we've already covered a lot of that ground. So this time, we are, of course, going to be touching on it again. But uh, we're going to be talking about other things also. This is going to be a very fun episode. So it's not all going to be about ghosties and possessions. Because we've talked a lot about that stuff already. Again, we're certainly going to be touching on it some more. But... This one is going to be talking, we're going to be talking about a whole range of stuff uh, in this episode. So it's not just going to be focused on that. If uh, So uh, new stuff also coming up. But uh, and another thing I wanted to talk to you before I let you go is uh, something fun. Let's talk about something fun. Uh, the Conjuring, uh, I read this today, or I read this a few days ago and I wanted to share it with you. Uh, from SlashFilm.com, an article reads... You can buy The Conjuring House for $1.2 million, but it's probably not a good idea. That's the headline. And uh, what it's about is that the house that this movie is based on is actually for sale right now in Rhode Island. It is a real house. There's a real case that it's based on, and it is for sale. 
Uh, for $1.2 million, it is a it sits on a 3,000-acre uh, property, I believe. I think it's 30,000 square feet, according to this article. Three bedrooms, one bath. Um, me and my wife were actually looking for three bedrooms, two baths. Uh, so this one's a little bit uh, under what we're looking for. Uh, it's also very, very haunted. So uh, those that's strike two. And I think that that's just in itself is out for us. But uh, according to this article... If you feel, let me read a little bit from it. If you feel compelled to buy the house made famous by The Conjuring, you must provide proof of funds for an in-person viewing and then sign a non-disclosure agreement for the release of the full property's financials. Now, I talked to my wife about this to find out uh, uh, what that means. And technically, so if you want to actually check out the house, you have to go on the ghost tours. They're not just going to let you, uh, you know, go through a uh, an open house to check out this, you know, the home because they want people uh, viewing it to be serious about buying it. So you actually actually have to provide proof that you can actually afford to buy this one point two million dollar house. You can't just uh, ask for a viewing and they'll let you through because there's going to be a lot of looky loos. They don't want to be wasting their time uh, showing the house to people who are actually not interested in buying it. Now, as far as the non disclosure agreement. Uh, that's not too uncommon for houses like this uh, because some of these homes require a lot of upkeep. And plus, the house is very old, so it requires a lot of upkeep. That costs money too. So, if you're actually, so they don't want people talking about it because they don't want to dissuade people from actually buying it. This one has special circumstances to it because it actually books uh, haunted house tours. And so it actually generates money. So they don't want people knowing how much money it makes, how li if it doesn't make as much money as people think. They don't want people talking about it to dissuade or encourage people to buying it. So if you're interested in buying this house, it's in Rhode Island. It is uh, $1.2 million, three bedrooms, one bath, and a few also bits of advice that the current owners have. If you're going to buy this house, they will suggest moving into it a little at a time. What that means is that when you move in, you should probably only stay in one room. So, uh, and that is to give get the uh, ghosties and ghoulies that live in the house to get used to you. Because uh, they, they don't want you barging into their home. They live there. It is their home. That's where they stay. And they don't want strangers just bursting in and start hanging stuff all over the place. They kind of want you to move in little by little. So uh, in order to not upset the ghosties, uh, move into one room, stay there for a few nights, and then eventually start expanding out into the rest of the house so as to not upset them. From what I understand... All the ghosts are very friendly, they're very kind, but they're also ghosties. They're, they they have feelings, so they don't want you upsetting them. Uh, because, uh, again, it's their home. It's where they live. Uh, except for this one ghost, Bathsheba, who the movie is based on, based on a real person. And apparently this ghost still exists there, and she is a baddie. She gets into a mood, and she will make your life very annoying, so you don't want to upset her. So, yeah, so there's that. And also, and I'm, I'm completely serious about this, another suggestion is if you're going to be doing any renovating, 
any wall painting, if you're going to be painting something, changing out the toilet, doing carpeting, whatever, they suggest you ask the ghosts for permission first. Now, I don't know if this just means, hey, ghosties, could I please put carpeting in this room? And then you just do it because they, just out of respect, it's nice to ask. Or if they ask, or if you're supposed to ask and then get an answer. And I don't know what that answer looks like. And I don't know what you do if you want to put carpeting in a room and they say, no, I like hardwood floors in this room. Or I like the carpet that's already here. So I don't know. Uh, but this is literally what they ask. Move into one room first and for a few nights and then expand to the rest of the house. And also ask permission before you make any changes to the house. This will keep the ghosts and yourself on good terms. You'll all be happy and get along swimmingly. Except for that uh, Bathsheba. She's just a pill. She's just in a bad mood all the time. So she's very hard to live with. So that's that. That's what uh, what's going on as far as this goes. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Just letting you know a little bit about the house before we talk about it in the movie. We're going to be talking a lot more about house buying and haunted house buyings uh, in the episode. I've actually been doing research on buying homes uh, and buying haunted houses in particular. So we're going to be talking about that. Uh, and before we go, one more bit of information I wanted to give you. We're going to be doing a bonus episode this month for Halloween. Uh, me and my wife are going to sit down and talk about the movie The Purge. Now, we're not going to be watching it because my wife does not like horror movies. But we're going to be doing something really fun. My wife has worked a lot of office jobs and generally speaking in financial positions. So doing bookkeeping, uh, a little bit of the HR stuff, uh, in, in doing the finances for the company. And so she's been doing that a lot. So I thought, wouldn't it be fun if we talked about what would a company do if the purge was real and an HR person had to deal with the yearly purge? How would she pay out insurance payouts? How would she cover uh, murders within the company? Uh, if a coworker murders another coworker, uh, if an employee murders a coworker, uh, how would a com would a would a company then promote the living coworker uh, because they killed the other one for uh, you know for of going moving up in the company? Uh, how would they handle uh, this kind of stuff? So my wife has a lot of opinions about this. She's very knowledgeable in this area. So it's going to be really fun to talk about how an HR person and, you know, the COO would handle uh, or the CFO would handle the purge, uh, you know, for a major corporation. Because uh, you can't have people murdering each other and expect to make money. But then again, that shows a lot of spunk. If, uh, if a person's willing to murder somebody in order to advance in the company, maybe that's the kind of guy you want on your side. That person's a real go-getter. So uh, anyway, that's, <laughs> that's going to be a bonus episode. Uh, it's going to be coming more towards the end of the month. It's going to be super fun. It's going to be super enjoyable. This uh, ha Happy Halloween to all of you guys. Uh, hope to see you there. And of course, before you go, you can find uh, The Conjuring is available right now on Netflix and on HBO Go. 
or HBO Max, I think it's called right now. So uh, Netflix and HBO Max, that's where you can watch uh, The Conjuring as of right now. Uh, I'm sure when October comes around, it'll still be available. They'll be dumb to get rid of it during the Halloween season. So there you go. Check it out there. You can find us at uh, ravencreeksc.com slash thecommentarians, facebook.com slash thecommentarians, twitter.com slash commentarians, instagram.com slash commentarians. You can email us at uh, commentarianspod at gmail.com. Thank you guys for listening. You can find us on any on iTunes, any podcatcher that you that you can think of. Most of them, uh, you know, there's some that uh, we haven't signed up for, but on most podcatchers, we'll arrive there. So there you go, everyone. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you on the fifteenth. Thank you guys. Bye. You've been listening to the Commentarians podcast, a Raven Creek Social Club production. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you like what you heard, please leave us a review on iTunes. If you'd like to support our show, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thecommentarians. Thank you for listening, and until next time, remember, movies are a reflection of our lives and of other people's lives, and we get to experience them together. Come back to the movies with us. We love sharing them with you.